International. What is up, Ape Town? Thank you. Ethan Billups from Gary Busey yeah. Town Massacre. Uh, and Donna, me, the Dorito Girl from Mountain Dude vs. Dorito Girl. And we're back with my favorite of the Planet of the Apes franchise, <laughs> Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Conquest. So good. Right so on. good. That's all I got. That's it? <laughs> Hot intro. Hot intro. <laughs> We're here, fourth episode. Fourth episode, fourth movie. Fourth yes. movie. Yes, so a lot has happened. Uh, we've jumped ahead quite a bit. So the last movie left off in 73, and now we're in 1991. And when was this movie filmed? 72. Okay, so they're projecting 20-odd years so into the, the future. Yeah, yeah, so beneath... Uh, escape <laughs> and conquest are filmed like right 70, 71, other. 72. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this one starts in 1991 uh, as uh, Cornelius and uh, Zira predicted, I guess, or foretold mm-hmm. uh, the um fuck the, the f- cats and the dogs are dead now yeah the pet flu came to existence yes it so came from space it came from space which is cool i like that idea yes yeah. and it's debated where it came from it's debated if it came from the apes coming to uh. or if it was from a satellite that crashed that just had some kind I of i love the idea that it was co- it was the apes that brought it back as if it was like they had like an antigen to it and yeah. then uh, like they, they carried the pathogens and yeah. they just happened to accidentally release it unbeknownst to them yeah like i mean that makes future sense. disease some future plague disease well from their timeline yeah it's already started <laughs> 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 Yes, yeah, so this one is awesome. So we see uh, it's revealed right in the beginning, ow, confirming what we saw at the end of the movie, uh, in, at the end of Escape, uh, which is that Caesar or uh, Milo, however you want to refer to him. Yeah. He's a re- he goes through a rebranding in this movie. <laughs> yeah. um, but he... Uh, 
is still living with the circus dude. Yeah. yeah. And they go into the city and it's like his first experience, I guess. Yeah. In like what I imagine is LA. Yeah. Some kind of uh, uh, West coast city. I guess. Yeah. Like some yeah. big urban sprawl. Yeah. Yeah. The set design on this one is fucking sweet. Yeah. 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 Production wise, this is pretty top notch compared to the others that we've been Which watching. Which is crazy because this one actually had a smaller budget than the last two. Interesting. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy to think about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this one, we start out with uh, Caesar, who is like really, I guess, seeing a city for the first time after being cooped up with this like relatively radical dude. Yeah, the circus in, guy. Yeah, in comparison to the rest of the world now, which is fully, it's like everything that they said has now come to fruition. Yeah, inside of a couple decades. Yeah, yeah, people are now, you see the apes are wearing clothing Yeah, and it's uh, color coordinated yes. to uh, the type of ape that they are, uh-huh. uh, which is oddly similar to what they end up wearing in the first movie. Right. Uh, pretty interesting. Now, was okay. Was the okay? So the in the third movie, we learned that you know, the, the Cornelius tells the story of the of the pet virus or whatever. What's to become of uh, uh, the apes after they become the pets? Did that story not get out? Like, I feel like that was a pretty good warning sign. Like, I thought kind of like maybe that would have hit the airways. Everybody's like, you know what? Let's rethink this whole pet idea. Yeah. That didn't, was that just like chambered inside like the, uh, I don't feel like that was locked up in some, you know, uh, like Raiders of the Lost Ark thing. Yeah. Yeah, It's like Roswell shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre. And maybe I, I revealed too much in the last episode because I knew where everything was going, but it's it's interesting to see that played out and again to take a shit on the Dr. Hasselhorf or whatever <laughs> Hesselin yeah. uh, he you knew that that was a possibility right. and instead you chose to kill the yeah. apes and then continue along the path that they described right and uh, I'm, I'm thinking that maybe in some all we could you know fan think our own uh, alternative that maybe something that happened between the third and the fourth movie was um, they didn't want to alarm anybody so they kind of hid the, the that secret interrogation yeah. that was the second time around yeah. oh no that was the first time around actually now mm-hmm. I think about it so um, maybe they uh, maybe they kind of locked that part up uh, and redacted it and then uh I don't know. Then for whatever reason, didn't bother to let everybody know that that was a really bad idea. That was going to happen. Oh, yeah. I also, I forgot. uh, So in real time, we recorded the last episode and this episode back to back. And we said that we were going to watch, rewatch the scene to see what time the spaceships left. Yeah, we're a little inconsistent about the timelines and seeing if everything lines up. Yeah, so we didn't, Ethan and I, we took a brief break uh, and separated for a moment and then reconvened to watch this movie, but in that whatever 30 minute time yeah. uh ethan and i just went on a bunch of websites and just read like these <laughs> like fucking yeah. crazy yeah compilations yeah, there are some people on the internet the that are fans. really into it yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know we gotta get them on the podcast shout out to uh 
fast speed internet slash Icarus theory.com or whatever the fuck. What was yeah. it? Going faster.com slash Icarus. Dude, y'all, if you're interested <laughs> yeah. in the timeline, check that shit out. There's it a is. bunch of fan theories on there too. It's good. Yeah. At the very least, it looks like what we're learning is that in the very first movie, there was a little bit of a time discrepancy of what the ship says and what Taylor says. And that kind of fixes that little 25 year beforehand thing yeah. that happens in the second movie. Well, because he does say, and I forgot about this, he does say, like, give or take a couple yeah. dozen of years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, it's definitely give or take. Yeah, give or take a couple dozen. Yeah, you're yeah. right. So, that's what that's what creates the... Now Now we know that the second movie does... He does show up 25 years. Oh, no, not 25 years. They me. show up the same... Yeah. Th- they're yeah, the in the same t- year. Yeah. But it was like a few months apart I yeah, guess yeah 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 like yeah. so under just under even a year even though he announces an earlier time right the yeah. real the real math is shortly thereafter yeah 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 so this movie uh is wild uh so Caesar the son of Zira and Cornelius mm-hmm. goes into the city with um Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the the circus owner. I think his name's that's like Armando or something. Yeah, his name's Armando in the movie. Okay, here's something I don't understand. So Caesar well, he's named Milo by his parents. Right. After the doctor. And then when we get in, he keeps Armando is calling him Caesar at that point. Right. Why doesn't Armando just call him Milo and then when he gets asked to pick his name, then why doesn't he pick Caesar? Wouldn't that be like awesome? Like he's deciding in that moment to be the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know why they didn't go with that. Well, I thought that was like him recognize like it also showing that he could read. Because yeah. later on, he reads the notes. Uh, so, I don't... I mean, I get what you all are saying, and that definitely, like, plays smoother, I feel like. Uh-huh. But he, like, flips through that book, and he does slow down on yeah. some pages, yeah. and then sees Caesar and picks that as his name, because that is his name. Yeah, it is, but... We, his, yeah, but that's not his actual name. Yeah, he was named Milo in the third movie, so right. it's interesting Except why... Except that the guy's calling him Caesar. Yeah, so yeah. he must have... Maybe he didn't know that Well, maybe that's his stage name. Stage name, or just changed it at some point yeah. in the yeah. story that we're not familiar with. I just with. don't know why his name always isn't Milo until he gets to pick a name, and then he picks Caesar. Yeah, in light of the revolution he's about to impart, that seems... That's seems awesome that would have been yeah. a great moment for yeah. him to yeah. i mean it's still himself. a good moment but i mean that like scene is so powerful more. yeah it's just like it's framed so well <laughs> and like the like the height relation like class yeah like he's looking up at yeah him and with but the he's eyes. got like that yeah. snide like yeah. fuck you <laughs> yeah yeah so caesar is walking around the city and is seeing uh, i mean ev- there's just apes everywhere but you can tell that they're essentially enslaved i mean they're they may not have someone right next to them necessarily but you either see them in cuffs or they're like looking down and like shuffling to get to a place like scurrying right um so it's i mean it's pretty clear that there's something fucked up going on there and Caesar has never seen this before, and he yeah. is just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, and shortly thereafter, in the city, he sees uh, there's an, a gorilla. I think getting particularly abused. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. he can't help himself and shouts out, 
uh, stop uh, you. He- what do they say? Human like, swine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you piece Insulate of shit. Humans. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's the. And then everybody's like, did that ape just motherfucking talk? Yeah. And, and uh, Armando was like, oh, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. Is with that- his like super heavy like Spanish <laughs> accent. Yeah. Uh, quick cover up. Yeah. And that that sort of instigates the the inciting incident so that uh, now everybody's kind of looking at these two going, what's up with that? And uh, and then they have to investigate. Yeah. They have to figure out what's going on. Caesar runs away. Yeah, Caesar runs away in hiding. Um, uh, the, the circus guy is interrogated, and then Caesar's picked up and yeah. rounded. Or he, he's, because the other guy doesn't get released, he gets rounded up with the other apes. Well, he puts himself in yes. getting rounded yeah, up. Yeah, It's a decision. Yeah, a, strate- a strategy. Yeah, because he locks him up, himself up with those three other chimpanzees. They're orangutans. Orangutans. And outside of the ending of the movie, I thought this was the best sequence of the movie because it mirrors uh, those silent, those long silent sequences in the others where there's no dialogue. Yeah. Where he gets brought in and he gets shown what they're doing to train all of these, you know, all yeah. of these apes. And it's all like... It's really cool. I really liked how that that whole sequence unfolds because you see him learning the full scope of how this is going down. Yeah, and it's in this like cool futuristic building that's got all these cool like like, oscilloscopes. uh, The cool thing about this movie is like it looks so much different than the other movies. Mm -hmm. Like it looks so much more advanced even though there's only like a four-year time difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird too because like it looks like for now... It, like it looks still like kind of futuristic like it looks like realistic futuristic yeah. which is weird because normally you see movies like the second movie where they have the alien you know the humans in the future and it's like really that's your idea yeah yeah <laughs> like oh, the hats on oh the yeah well i mean those are like also cave dwellers but i mean like in other movies like a fucking whatever three seashells where like everyone (laughs) needs to talk about yeah it's like that's like not i mean that obviously a lot of that is like a joke you know but i mean like that's what a lot of movies feel like when it's like 20 years in the future they're predicting what the future is going to be like right and i think in this one uh to its credit is that it keeps the the set small like it's not like he's trying it's not in new york at you know the daytime at noon in new york city so they keep the location so that when they do those kinds of set design stuff it works Yeah, yeah 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 i love i love that sequence when he um is going through like the training so basically caesar's brought he it's essentially brought through booking and then he goes through this room and kind of tours these different areas to see the way that the apes are treated but this scene like right when that room opens up it i it perfectly replicates what a jail looks like i mean it is just like there's so it like I love this movie. They're so heavy handed but subtle at the same time with like the political message that they're trying to push. Like there's just so much more it's just like the first one. Like there's so much more going on with this one compared to the the last two in particular. Mm. Um, but yeah, so he goes, uh, he's going through and seeing kind of these different stations where people, where the apes are learning uh, how to do shit. Uh, and then he gets put into his cell essentially with uh, other chimpanzees. And this part's also really cool because the cell 
has like a it's like those laser fences for yeah. like dogs or something yeah 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 and so he like gets buzz when he first tries to go through and then they shut it off and then he can go in Uh and they give him a banana and all the other chimps are like i want it (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he's like whoa i'm in control yeah and then breaks off sections and shares it with everyone and you can immediately see like the respect but they're cognizant at that point yeah so Okay, before we dive too much deeper in the movie, I have a question for you guys. So one of the big things that we talked about in the last episode with Escape is what what is the thing that sets in motion the events predicted or what ev- eventually becomes the setting for the first movie? Yeah. So was it always going to be the fact that Caesar or Milo was could talk and organize or do you think that it was the fact that these animals were abused and treated poorly and were gaining cognizance i i have to my my impression of it and again not having seen the the following film is that in one in the first history it takes a long time for the apes under human pet-like control to start gaining um their uh, sense of um uh, self and then deciding to revolt but in this timeline it's uh, it just accelerates so much quicker because they have uh, Caesar there to lead who's already who's already gone through all of that mm-hmm. and so with that with him as a uh, as he can demonstrate it to the other um, apes and so they just follow him and quickly and so I think that that's how I interpret all of that yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think yeah, I think they need Caesar in order to kind of helm everything. So he's a catalyst to what actually is going to happen. See, I don't think he's a catalyst. I think that the the ball was already in motion. It's just like he made the ball roll faster. I yeah, see. that's like a catalyst. Well, I, no, I a catalyst would be something that's that in, like starts it, that instigates it. The yeah. the ball was already in motion. It's like if I push a ball on a flat surface and then uh, I introduce an incline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and your your interpretation, I think, is more accurate because the movie starts off with talking about how the apes are already starting to collectively be more disruptive, as if they're already sort of tickling with the idea of mutiny. And then, so when he comes into the, when Caesar comes into power or is introduced into it, it only amplifies that. Well, and you can see that. And the reason why I want to ask this question at this specific scene is because you can see it in that scene when he shares the banana. The apes aren't, they aren't afraid of him. Right. But they respect him. Yeah. Which is another amazing thing about this particular movie because again the budget has been decreasing every with every one of these films so which is weird. crazy so weird yeah and there's very little time between them yeah in the grand scheme of things and the masks in this one like the makeup the special effects in this one is really really good right right especially comparatively to the last two uh but the actors in this one are like on a fucking next level like they're so expressive with their eyes through all of this prosthetics or whatever that they're wearing on their face it's really although i do mazira I thought I thought she was the most expressive. She was very expressive, but I I don't know. I mean, it's 
it's just amazing that you can get this sense of respect out of someone that's wearing a bunch of yeah. like <laughs> rubber glue right. to their face you know that's pretty yeah. powerful it's a pretty it's, yeah it's an accomplishment and of course at that time I'm sure they have the same makeup people have been doing it for the last six years you know since yeah. the first one came out and Roddy McDowell who's been yeah. in it the whole time mm-hmm. so Roddy McDowell who plays Cornelius who gets to play the son Caesar so that, that when I first uh, there's a little introduction thing from part of the Blu-ray that said Roddy McDowell's in it yeah. and I was like Roddy McDowell's in it how, how are they going to bring Cornelius back and then like five seconds into the movie he's like oh I'm an idiot <laughs> 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 of course he's going to be playing uh, the, the child I, which I th- assumed was going to be Milo yeah 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 which is Milo it is Milo just named Milo Caesar. is Caesar yeah yeah it is kind of funny too to like I gotta I gotta rethink how the Caesar from the new ones fit in because I'm curious I'm trying to remember if it's the same Caesar if it's a different Caesar mm. so uh, what, when we took that break and I was doing some research apparently Caesar exists at other points as oh. well in the series so Milo and Caesar are not uh, the Milo from the prophecy in the or whatever the facts I guess yeah, yeah. from the previous movie from Escape is not the Milo from this movie that's not their child so if you thought that like that was going to be the one that would do the uprising it's not there were multiple Milos and multiple Caesars that were all uh well not all but a handful of them were very noteworthy but there is a specific Milo that's in one of either the animated or maybe not the animated but um Maybe it's in at the beginning of the last movie, the you're, next one. In you're, Con- so, you're blowing my brain right now. I, I know. I'm sorry. It's a lot of hypotheticals or weird <laughs> yeah. shit. Because they say that it's Cornelius and Z- yeah, it's and a kid. It's, no, it's not theirs, though. That's not the Milo that says no. That's a different Milo. And there are other Caesars that exist as well. Huh, like because the it's just title? like a popular name huh. it would be huh. like john or joe <laughs> or muhammad is a better example so uh-huh. like muhammad's this really amazing prophet so it would be an honor to name your child muhammad right, right. similarly milo is hot shit so we're gonna name a kid milo right but in this one they explicitly say that no 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 because caesar has a kid this is getting too deep into the next movie caesar has a two children one of which is milo oh you're but you're saying that milo is not the one that that milo could be the milo that says no okay my because we're not because i haven't seen the next one right but i mean you have to understand that this one he didn't say no this is just the beginning of of the revolution this isn't the uh, end this isn't like the, uh, the I, I, deviation I, I'm finally of power picking up what you're putting down yeah. because milo's version of what happened was that they rev- there was a revolution and then finally one ape stood up and said no right yeah, but in this movie this, he did not say no so right that scene didn't he happen, had which, a fucking ma- monologue which right. means that that scene is yet that that thing is still yet to come if that, if that happens, happens in, in this, this timeline, timeline. right yeah. exactly spoiler <laughs> alert it does happen in this timeline okay. but i don't know that it happens in like on the actual film that yeah. we're going to watch gotcha gotcha i don't know yeah we have to yeah we have to figure it out because when you still when i look it up everywhere it's, i mean everything is explicitly saying that this milo slash caesar is the child of cornelius and, Z- and 
I don't so. agree because in the well, I mean, we'll talk about it more in the yeah, next one because I think that makes sense yeah. once, we kinda, once I see once we see the next one because All this right. is like one of many incidents. I mean, he says it in his final monologue in the movie, like yeah. this the smoke. It's after the smoke and shit happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, basically, what he's saying is that this is the instigating moment for the rest of the world, and this shit yeah. as soon as it becomes publicized, this is going to happen right, everywhere, and right. you need to fucking understand what you're doing and how you guys yeah. fucked up yeah that means that there could be a milo on the other side of the world or whatever and that's the milo that says no despite the mm-hmm. fact that caesar is the one that actually started the ball rolling milo's the face right yeah and milo's recollection of the event again comes from an old scroll so it's not specific uh, to where that happened and when that happened. It's right. just that it happened. Right. And yeah. it's specifically with that Milo, it's impactful that he said no, because at that point in time, that was the first time that an animal had spoke uh, up, yeah. which is much more similar to the Caesar in the newer franchise because uh, no one had spoken before. Right. And then he says no, yeah. which is like when you watch the new ones that you're seeing, these ones it's like that, oh. that's chill inducing yeah. in that context yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right <laughs> so, uh, so he he gets uh he gets thrown into the, the it's like the ape training to be a, a servant kind of place mm-hmm. um the abuses continue to escalate yeah the abuses continue to escalate and uh there's a, a separate just like in uh this uh third movie there's a there's two interrogations of uh um the, the circus guy and just like in this third movie there's a um, a truth serum in, introduced and so or even like in the second one where they're reading his mind yeah yeah no doubt no doubt and so um, so another parallel theme there and and that's when they discover that he was hiding the truth in fact that it, it is the talking and uh, it's also it, kind of like a council scene too because you have people in the upper bowl it's like a surgery scene or yeah, something yeah and, uh, and, and and in a moment moment that they don't play up too much which i thought was i thought they could have is that a fight ensues and he he gets pushed or jumped or whatever out of the window and is killed and there's a there's a line of dialogue that suggests well we don't know for sure if uh it was an accident or if he did on purpose you know to hide his guilt and the which i thought that'd be an interesting thing to play up you know some people believe it some people don't uh, but but immediately the guy's like, no, he obviously did it because he, he was guilty. And so that puts the hunt on for um, the, the missing ape, um, which leads them to discovering and finding and searching for and getting Caesar. Well, meanwhile, while this interrogation is going on, which seemingly has lasted four days or something. Uh, Caesar, evidence, by the way. <laughs> yes. Uh, Caesar has had sex with an ape. He was f- just like slaves, was yeah. forced to procreate because yeah. he was an, a better ape. And then uh, is put up for auction right. and bought by the governor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The same guy who's issuing the command to find this talking ape ends up buying Caesar on the slave lot. Yeah. On the auction block. At <laughs> which point he's he pulls a book from the bookshelf and we have the scene that we were talking about where he's flipping through the book and he lands on caesar and yeah picks that it's like his a name. yeah it's like a traditional kind of thing it's like a, a book full of names and yeah. they just have the ape randomly push out a name and then that'll be the ape's name yeah and uh but because caesar's 
hip to how this he has it so he points to his own name yeah yeah, yeah pretty dope well his given name yeah 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 because his name's Milo. Milo. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's his slave name. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's yeah. yeah, why yeah. he has two names. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, the as he's continuing to conspire with the other apes, he, he teaches them to be more disruptive, to escalate uh, those problems. There, there ends up, the humans start talking about this plan to kill all of the disruptive apes. So I just realized this. I feel like an idiot for not realizing this. So when an ape... Does something bad Then they have to go back To reconditioning So maybe he had The apes act up So that they would have To go to reconditioning So they could teach The other apes That makes a lot more sense For the later on Because like How the fuck do they know A million apes Get over there Yeah No that's good Yeah there's a lot of these shots Where Caesar's kind of Looking at an ape And he kind of like Gives him a knowing little nod And the ape just like Fuck it I'm gonna Trash this trash can I'm gonna spill this drink I'm gonna call it That's fucking sweet He's like just like Yeah And then he's like I know what to do Don't worry Caesar, I got you. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that whole sequence. It's awesome. But you're right. That Maybe that's a better play. Like, that's what gets more people to him so that he can... Poisoning the well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he can start amassing his uh, his revolution. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does. And yeah. Revolution, yeah. he does. Yeah. Yeah. So there's also an interesting thing that uh, happens in the movie. There's a black man that is like the right hand man to this governor and the black man is always saying i fucking don't know what his name is but he's always saying maybe you know we shouldn't be so harsh with these animals like they do they are closer to us than you think yeah and the governor is always just like well fuck them yeah yeah in fact he, he he seems to personify more of that extreme that we were you were labeling on the scientist McDonald. in the third movie yeah mcdonald um that he's just completely off the chain like i gotta stop all of this kind of thing the, he's a he's a hardline antagonist without yeah. really much dimension to him yeah yeah, so he, so McDonald is uh, constantly trying to I, I make better relations with the with the apes and the governor, I guess. Yeah, uh, and there's like a lot of really intense uh, like racial levity i guess or racial connotation to the, yeah. the exchanges between the governor and. Um, that character and mcdonald yeah yeah but i mean that that's uh, it's that's really what this whole movie is about and that's why this one is my favorite Hmm. it's there's just it's so intense what's going on uh but this movie was filmed in 72 and like the detroit riots happened in 68 yeah so uh, there weren't like the la riots hadn't happened yet yeah there wasn't really anything that crazy but the detroit riots were like huge yeah and there's actually a movie coming about out about them pretty soon yeah it looks fucking really good yeah Yeah, but i mean i think that's where they drew like there's a lot of shots uh in the riot segment which is basically the entire third act is just like this really intense riot it's really fucking amazing Mm -hmm. like really well choreographed and shot and everything but there's a lot of parts of that that replicate things that happen in the detroit riots and i feel like that's where they drew a lot of inspiration yeah um yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh no doubt the the uh the thematic the thematic core of this particular movie is is that yeah. is the the kind of the the racial 
the racial issue, but also um, the cops and um, uh, da, 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 uh, subordinate issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They hate cops. Fuck yeah, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> they hate authority. They hate cops. Yeah, they're just out here fighting everyone. Yeah. Um, and that's it and uh well the, the final the podcast cli- yeah well the climax of the movie has they finally capture the bat the they get they break in they get the bad guy the the governor and um but he he, he didn't order that he be killed right away and he gets dragged out into the open streets where they're they're piling the, on all the bodies of the dead cops and um and uh, well, prior to that, there's a speech that. Uh, well, they so they go. They're going through the city and basically taking over all these areas. So they start by like uh, like dumping kerosene like all over the city, and then there's people people apes yeah. planted at like various parts where I'm right. Caesar must have assumed that there would be like blockades set up basically. So. Uh, they start by kind of laying these traps and then they go through the uh, uh, god damn it reckon the ape re- reconnaissance changing place your mind thing. yeah <laughs> god damn it what's that called i want to say reconciliation but that's not right but yeah they go to like essentially the ape prison yeah and that's the first place that they take over and they quickly gain control of that and also then like triple or quadruple in size right so yeah. it is like a fucking like rolling mob yeah. of apes it's yeah. intense mm-hmm. uh and then they're trying to take over the city and they eventually go to uh they successfully kind of breach all these different areas and eventually go underground to what is like the command room yeah uh where caesar they take over that room they like cut the door with like welding material which is fucking sweet it was pretty cool uh the governor shoots an ape in the head right before they bust the door down dude that was pretty intense yeah Yeah. and then uh they get into the room gun everyone down and caesar is able to save the governor and mcdonald yeah who previously had freed him while they were trying to find him so he had some clout Mm -hmm. yeah but there's a speech given in that moment because uh, Caesar asks him, why did you... Uh, or is it that moment or when he's outside? No, it's in so that moment right then. In that room, right after he captures the governor, he asks, why did you use... Why were we replacements yeah. for cats and, and dogs? dogs? And then why did you go beyond that and turn us into slaves, basically? Yeah, and uh, and this is where like I kind of felt like... Uh, it's interesting because, okay, we... In, pragmatically it's a movie in apes and humans and in that dichotomy but the 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 thematic under uh, undertones is about the racial issue and so when he starts answering that question it seems less it seems like it's a kind of walking kind of getting away from that uh thematic thing because he is like well we all descended from the same you know creatures and apes represent the worst of us and so we see the worst in us in you and we want to we hate that part of us and so we can control it manipulate it and all that other stuff and that may be true and in that in that in the ape human dynamic i can see that making sense but you try to segue that to the whole black white thing and i don't think that plays as well really see i i like that answer and i think that that answer does play well 
just because like it's uh, just uh, it seems like it's a similar process and that they're like bringing the apes from africa and it just seems like i don't know i to me like i can make sense of that i think what makes it weird is the fact that he says cats and dogs like why did you make us our pets and then turn us into slaves and you should have just cut that part out and just been like why did you make us slaves? Right. That would have been a better question to just directly ask. Yeah. Yeah, because when you introduce the pets thing, it kind of distra- uh, distracts from the other theme. There. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's, I don't know, maybe it's the idea of moving from like some sort of fetis- uh, like fetishization into like making them slaves is the analog maybe for that. Well, it would have been the best, uh, a better version, you know, I always talk about the better version, but the better version of that, that, that conversation would have been starting it off, why did you make us slaves and then the answer that he gives would have been something you could have cut and pasted from you know 1755 or whatever an argument in favor of you know a pro-slavery argument or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. and so that that would have been an interesting exchange so when he adds a little bit more of the stuff that is like ape human like evolutionary history and all that stuff it kind of hides and obfuscates what could have been a better so you're saying just make like a direct analog do it right there it's all right there and you're doing the riot stuff you're doing the cop stuff you know it's all right there just lean into it yeah Yeah, i like what he says i get what you're saying i think that would have probably played better but i like that he has that also adds that thing about like how it's the beast because i think that that like to me that justifies like the hyper violence that they use towards them yeah you know what i mean because yeah it's also kind of cool like uh there's also kind of these weird uh these weird kind of um references to this movie being like kind of anti-capitalist which is pretty cool because like yeah. you have like so you have like 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 uh hear me out you have like uh they're stealing all of their weapons from like the places that they work at yeah. like they're stealing knives from the restaurants that they work at right they're like destroying capital actively in order to like piss off the humans like they're burning buildings they're burning the place that they work there's humans waiters that are protesting ape waiters yeah because they're being, out of like apes are scabs like slaves are scabs yeah and it's just like yeah it's just kind of cool like seeing all that stuff i'm like oh this kind of yeah because it makes sense i mean that's like you know what you're supposed to do in like a protest or whatever if you're if you're really trying to go for it you you know you destroy capital and 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 it's uh it's cool that they 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 made that happen in that and it's with purpose and everything yeah have a riot and a revolution without destroying property Yeah. yeah well it's also like so rich too that they add the fact that there are waiters protesting the apes because like they didn't need to add that but that makes the world like pop you know what i mean a lot of other movies that you'll see where it's like oh well it's a revolution and like whatever they're gonna have a revolution but you don't see like the other people that it also affects i I like that that's like a good a really nice touch to it Mm -hmm. um yeah i agree though we we kind of blasted over that part but there's a whole sequence or a series of sequences while uh caesar is kind of looming over people in the shadows or Mm -hmm. apes in the shadows and directing them to cause like this uprising uh or uh 
yeah. whatever uh and building an arsenal like right when they build an arsenal i really like that part like i just think it's cool because like they'll bring notes and it's like the only time caesar like talks is like well, so in private where he's like altering like their orders to yeah. like add kerosene and like add weapons yeah, yeah, yeah but they're like meeting like in the underground too it just feels like really like yeah. organic to like revolutions it's just yeah really yeah. great yeah, Caesar draws, like, I feel like they drew Caesar from a lot of cool, like, revolutionaries. Yeah. And, and, uh, they make him look really cool. And then, like, when he has, like, the big speech at the end, when he finally, you know, like, his idea of what's going on is finally, like, realized. Mm -hmm. Because he didn't have this, like, he, sh he showed up to the city, like, being isolated, mm -hmm. being, like, from the country and being isolated from what's actually going on and then when he sees it all he's like it just sparks something in his brain and makes yeah. him go back with his well that and the, the one person that he kind of trusted and cared about if you will was the circus guy and he hears that his death yeah shortly after he's they're separated so, so that he has all. nothing else to right run to right yeah, yeah, exactly yeah so uh they bring the uh the the main antagonist out on the front steps of this giant area there's a whole bunch of apes who are circling him and uh and he uh, caesar gives a final speech about how this is the beginning of the revolution uh of the planet of the apes and uh and then tacitly orders his execution he doesn't yeah. officially do it but he tacitly does and they kill him and then the camera's on caesar and his mug you know and that's the end of the movie hard cut just like yeah, hard cut again yeah like they're the, the those these movies are not afraid to just like okay that's it that's yeah, the beat yeah, we yeah. want to end on yeah they yeah. always end on good beats though i feel yeah yeah i feel like this is a strong beat to end on because that because that ending speech is like so strong i don't feel like you could like wrap up the movie outside of them being like amidst their like revolution and everything because you're so immersed in it in the third act it's just all this like violence and it's like the first time you really really see blood in this movie right in this like franchise you see some blood like mild blood in yeah the somebody other gets ones, shot in the arm and it's like literally painted on yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this one there's a lot of blood yeah 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 and it's kind of cool i mean it's kind of a a, a uh it's kind of a strong it's got a little bit more like bravado to it i think than the other ones at least in terms of like violence you know mm -hmm. like the violence seems the violence seems more real in this one too because like they're not using caesar and the other apes like they're not using like weird futuristic weapons they're not, not like using, pulse like, rifles yeah, and well, yeah they're, they're not using they're temporary not, weapons yeah they're the not using they're not using like the weirdo ape guns that are like wrapped in leather yeah like they're using like actual weapons so like seeing him like run with like an ak-47 or whatever the fuck that guy yeah, yeah, like yeah. ar-15 or something like it it just looks cool it looks kind of like whoa it looks edgy i think you yeah know? more so than the other ones yeah yeah i like i don't know i just like that i like that third act i think is strong like i think that violence i think they did a really good job with it so in in all the talking of this um i, I i'm not gonna step i don't want to i don't want to get a i don't want to stray from any of the good points that we've made here but i feel like when i was watching the movie i was like ah you know what they're really not they're really not sinking their teeth into and making bigger th and making bigger arguments um, or really bringing up challenging questions uh, like they were doing in the other three movies that preceded it, at least attempting to do in the other three movies. The production value on this one is top notch. Um, but the, the, um, the, the, there's no like, 
interesting, like really captivating dialogue of really questioning the the more the the not the, you know the gray morality that this movie kind of yeah. that the whole franchise has been endorsing. Um, I I would have liked to have seen a couple of things to kind of really make it stand out. One is to build up his life before coming into the city. I wanted to see what, you know, who he was and what he thought about this world before he's just kind of thrown into it and we're given this little narrative backdop where, like, uh, you know, the circus guy's like, yeah, of course you can't say anything. You're the son and daughter of, you're the son yeah. of the, you know, these two astro- uh, ape knots that came from the future. And it's like, I, the dude probably knows that. You don't yeah. got to explain that to him. I know it's like you're telling the audience, you know? Yeah. But I would have liked to have seen something where, you know, he's the one who's instigating, I want to go to the city now. It's it's been 20 years. I want to yeah. go to the city. And the guy's like, I don't know if it's a good idea. Yeah. And takes him to the city. Because it's just kind of implied. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to build that up. And then I would have liked to have seen at the end when they're bringing out the piles of bodies, all of the blood and everything, that Caesar in that moment is really kind of taking it all in and having, having to like look at himself and goes, is this really what I want? See, I feel like he does that though. I feel like it's on his face. Like I feel like I agree. I feel like this movie more so than any of the other movies like like relies a lot on you just seeing the imagery and like seeing the violence and it and it, it it relies more on you absorbing that and trying to like kind of process it than the other ones where it's like we'll bring up a point and and then you can roll it over in your brain. I think this one's a bit more like stark and brass and crass and so yeah, I I I I was I was I was hoping that that beat was there, but I didn't feel it for myself. Really, like, I feel I like his face it. says it. I saw that the argument that the uh, what's his name makes the black guy makes. McDowell. He's he seems to be wanting to say, look, is this really where you want to take this? But he seems to be Caesar's like, yeah, this is exactly where I want to take this. But just a counterpoint as a possible like rewrite, uh, if uh, Arturo never died. Okay. And uh, he's there in the final sequence. And the, the question to Caesar is, your revolution is going to kill not only all of the humans that are bad, but also the good ones. Yeah. And Caesar still looks at him and says, take them all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, he could have with McDowell, but he doesn't with McDowell. That's like kind of the weird, ambiguous ending is that like he looks at McDowell or whatever, or McDonald or whatever yeah. his name is. He looks at him and he says like, you're supposed to sympathize with me. Right. You're supposed to sympathize with this. And then he's like, oh, I can't sympathize with your violence, blah, blah, blah. And then he doesn't do anything with him, which is kind of a weird decision i guess like in his decision to do nothing he's showing like some amount of sympathy but uh but there's no i I also i think like if he was just like fucking kill him and then he just kills him you're like whoa yeah like he means business Yeah. yeah so i think that this is again uh just really parallels um actual events i mean that mm-hmm. it's very similar to how young revolutionaries were where they're like they may have had an idea of how to 
organize but not an idea of what they wanted out of the organization the follow through right so and i think that's what happens with him this is like his first encounter and he's pissed and he has the means to facilitate or to overthrow and so he does that but where is the end of it i don't think that he knows and i don't think that he has while he is intelligent i don't think that he necessarily has the mental capacity to deal with the ramifications of his actions uh in addition to that i also think that he or i i I don't just think i mean fact he is only attacking people that were directly involved in harming the apes so he's not attacking civvies right yeah he's only attacking enforcers and the governor who he knows is a piece of shit because he was around him yeah um and it's not like that guy is going to change because he's just straight up like evil, evil. He's like chaotic evil or whatever. Yeah. Um, what is interesting, what we didn't really talk on uh, is Lisa, who becomes his wife. Yeah. Uh, Lisa plays to the soft side and you see that he's looking at her like for a response and the camera pans to her and she's just like oh god like what like this is too much Mm. which to me indicates and i don't really super remember how the next film plays out but to me that indicates that as this revolution is going on and he's getting older and he has her as his soft like that's going to balance out and put things in perspective a little bit better for him. And Mm. that's something that you see with revolutionaries as well, or have seen with revolutionaries as well. Um, It's also interesting just to talk about them as a couple um, briefly. It's interesting because this is the switch in dynamics again, uh, because Zira was the dominant one and Cornelius was uh, the passive one. Yeah. Uh, the other relationship that we see is dominant uh, Taylor and yeah. passive Nova. And now we have the, like the, the ebb and the, flow. Yeah. Again. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean this, I, I don't know the movie. I mean, they, they establish like, it's crazy to think like in the first one that they establish themes that they can ride out through six movies and the scenes that they can mirror and that are still interesting. Yeah. Mirror them. Yeah. I think what would be, uh, I think what would be better is if they would have killed off Armand quicker and allowed more time for what you're asking for in the movie i think it would have been better if they would have allowed more time for mcdonald to have conversations because mcdonald should be the voice of caesar and there's only really a couple of conversations with him Mm -hmm. so a lot of the other shit that's going on you just have to kind of infer right which is fine i mean I don't have an issue with it, but I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. It was to me like the, some of the writing, the, the dialogue that was in, um, the, the third movie that we saw, especially like with the president arguing with the scientist and with, um, the council and and before, like there's really good writing there and really good people who are like the characters are genuinely intrigued and have a point of view and want to get it across. And they understand that this is a difficult moral landscape to kind of sit an answer on. And this movie doesn't have that. It's, 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 it's exploring a different theme that maybe was kind of always there, you know, in the other movies more, more bluntly. Um, 
but I that's personally what I liked. I like yeah. the dialogue. I like the debate. I like the uh, the fact that there isn't a good answer for this problem. Yeah. And uh, and so the so good people struggle with trying to figure out what the right thing to do is. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I wish there was more of that. Well, I think that's something that you. I I I don't think. I think that there's a way to kind of do that, but I don't think that you would ever be satisfied with this movie because this movie shouldn't be dialogue driven. It should be reactionary. It should be more, it's a revolution. I mean, this is the beginning of what becomes the planet of the apes. It has to be more violence involved and less speech driven. The following movie. And again, I don't super remember that one, but the following movie should be the one that is more that dialogue heavy again, because seemingly you should be, I would imagine like after the revolution and now it's the time where we're trying to decide, okay, well who is in charge here Mm -hmm. and what is our relationship as ape and human look like going forward? Mm -hmm. Because that should be the final piece that sets you up for the beginning of the movie. Sure. And the next one is a decent jump. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I, I, I agree. I feel like, I feel like yeah, I feel like the the bluntness of it I think kind of captures the spirit of the movie. So, and I, I don't know. I think like the filming does too because it feel it, it feels different than the other one. And the fact of like it, the other the one before this, the one that preceded this, like there's so many different areas where they they are. There's so many different like sets and locations. And then this one, it's like all one set piece, and it like all kind of feels like a small set piece and you're returning to these same places mm-hmm. that all feel foreign and, and feel weird and feel feel futurist you know yeah whereas the other one whereas the other one the one that preceded this uh it kind of feels like oh they're kind of a fish out of water you know it's like yeah ha-ha-ha. there is like, that element for like sure. haha it's funny because they're fish out of water yeah uh but this one it's like they i feel like they kind of are starting to have ownership over where they are and i and, and i think i think i think that the the filming and the and the idea of the sets kind of feeling really unique to just this movie mm-hmm. i think uh the bluntness of it and the violence i think that captures the spirit of what they're going for with it you know yeah. i think they did a good job with that i i like that i like the way this one feels because it feels so much different than the other ones it it, it feels more so like an inverse of the first one mm. like it feel it kind of harkens to that yeah like, like one set piece one area and we're just exploring that yeah i just really yeah i agree i just feel like this one like it shouldn't have conversation in it. It should just be raw because that's what a revolution is. Uh, I, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I get that. I'm not, I'm not countering that. I I think there's a, there's just so much material here and I hate to revisit rise of the planet. I'm just going to do it for one little fraction of a moment. You hate it. Really? There's this, there's this, one of my favorite moments in that movie 
is there's this camera shot of it's, it's kind of fixed on uh, on Caesar in that version, mm-hmm. and he just kind of like it, like he's kind of blinks his eyes and kind of looks over to the side and he's thinking, right. and it's this great moment like oh he's he's thinking he's conspiring, yeah, and that means he's smart he's a smart character I want this character to be smarter than his enemies and counterparts and it's like setting up the gasoline beforehand before he I, it would have been cool if he kind of like you could see him like purposely manipulating the that that riot crowd to get you know where the gasoline is so he knows that that's also it's all been set up you know and there is i mean there is those shots like during the during the riot where he leads the cops down the corridor and has them flanked on the two sides and he leads them down the corridor and then when they come through the apes on the side just attack them and like brutally kill like eight riot cops yeah it's 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 there it could have been executed better but i would have liked to seen other things where the subtlety and of what he's doing and how he's manipulating to create this revolution like one of the things that doesn't happen in this we don't get any insight for example of how maybe he trains the gorillas differently than he does the orangutans like we don't get a sense that um, maybe he's like like he, he treats them like he like they're a little more stupider and yeah. so he gives them more blunt tasks whereas the well, yeah i mean they're all stupid though like right now it's an equal playing field like that's too advanced for where this movie is uh, in the timeline need a little moment a little something i don't think so it, just you, to cause just yeah. to give that caesar, in the next one i know just <laughs> to give caesar just a just yeah. to, i want to i just want him smarter and because uh, uh, they are kind of because I do see what you're saying because they do the humans separate them because like the um, like the uh, the uh, gorillas are doing like grunt work like they're like mopping floors right. and then the uh, chimps are doing like service industry stylist yeah yeah and like waiters yeah and then the, the orangutans are kind of absent in the background yeah yeah you don't see them fighting really and the only time you really see orangutans is when he gets into the cage with the other th- yeah. three yeah I don't know they, I don't know. Like had, they only, they only made the four costumes that's yeah. probably yeah. what happened yeah but I mean like part of that though is also like a gorilla could fucking kill you with its bare hands like a chimpanzee i don't think has like strength to like immediately snap your neck but like a gorilla is like they're just so fucking powerful like one wrong move and it's like bye but also like just i'm just trying to think like hypothetical i hate like doing like hypotheticals about but like imagine there's a scene where like these two gorillas like bump into each other they start fighting and and caesar is like you know not even having to say anything but like stopping the fight as if to clarify like we don't we can hurt humans but we don't hurt each other yeah like just a little doesn't kill i know but just a little tiny moment like that all i'm saying is like it just needs a little more finesse that because there's stuff like that that's kind of like sprinkled in the other movies that aren't executed as well as this one yeah Yeah, i think i I like the idea foundation for like the laws that come up yeah yeah just ever so slightly i like i like the i just like the ideas i think that detracts from what's happening I, i think the revolution aspect is the least interesting part Really? Damn, you yeah. would, you fucking know, net worth fucking investor. <laughs> <laughs> I think the revolution is the least interesting part. I want to see what leads to it. I want to see the aftermath of it. I want to see yeah. how it changes people. Good news, because there's one more movie, right. Bezo. <laughs> yeah, we've got, we've got one more that... Uh, do you want me to break it to you how much further it takes place in the future? No, no. Let, let it be a surprise because okay. I don't know yet. I haven't uh, spoiled it. Because it takes it. place in the past. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
God uh, damn it. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to rewatching the last one, the, the last one of the original sequence because this I, this is the foggiest one for I me. I haven't seen this in a minute and I, it's probably the one I've seen the least. Okay. Cause I'll put on like, I'll put on like the third one and the fourth one, like this one or the one previous, I'll put them on like randomly and watch yeah. some of it. And then the uh, second one is always kind of shown on TV. You'll see it. Like the brain people are pretty prevalent and mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, whatever. I'm excited to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, after watching four of these movies now, uh, it seems like it would be a, I hope, I hope there's an idea if it's possible to bring this into like a like a Netflix series like each season is one movie yeah you know? I mean I'm all for it any Plane of the Apes stuff I'm all for I, I figured that it's probably kind of proprietary now with the new one I feel like Netflix has like some they got they yeah. got strength they can kind of just bully around do whatever they probably, want I think yeah. that'd be awesome if they like like made a, a six six season yeah. series I will say one, one is covering the different movies if they do that we got to go back to the old makeup i'm saying no dig really i don't know Caesar looks tight in the new ones he does okay it's a blessing the new ones have been like a blessing and a curse yeah because like i like them and i like them a lot more because the original reboot was so bad that anything that was good (laughs) i was like fuck yes yeah like this is awesome it's not as like cheeky like i like the kind of like cheekiness of Mm. the like prosthetics the kind of rubbery faces yeah like not why do you keep saying cheeky i don't think that you know what that word means oh yeah i have said it a bunch tonight yeah well, well, you're, you are cheesy. looking at the like cheeks. cheesy <laughs> yeah <laughs> cheesy is different than yeah, cheeky. cheekiness and cheesiness are pretty close <laughs> no uh no i <laughs> i i like i like when you see i like when you see like because uh, i know like caesar's like modeled after like a human that is like playing him but i like seeing like actual humans i like seeing like all the extras are actual humans so maybe instead of doing like full caesar uh cgi like we're doing now in the movies but to maybe go back to practice at least practical effects yeah yeah i like seeing practical uh you know you don't see it a lot anymore um especially with things that would take that would require so much money in uh, prosthetics. And you know what? If, if in this hypothetical world where this uh, this Netflix series happens, yeah. they probably don't have the budget to make it look as clean as it would be in the movie. So it makes yeah. sense to maybe compromise with yeah. some. Because if you think about like Walking Dead, like all those zombies that are actual prosthetics, like they look so cool. Even sometimes when you're like, you probably could make them a little bit scarier if they were CG. You could make a move a little bit weirder. But like the. Like, well, they do like a combination. They do a, the two, yeah, though. they do a combination, but a lot of the ones that are like up close and like in your face are like actual prosthetics. Yeah, you yeah. can follow the that studio that yeah. does their special effects. You can follow them on Instagram. They have yeah. like a lot of really cool pictures. Yeah, yeah. But I was saying like something like that. It's like it's like it's like I wish they did that with like the new Planet of the Apes, where like anytime they're up close, they're like an actual human. So you get because like the eyes are so big that's the really the selling point that's the, the selling eyes. point yeah. and like 
it is the way that the prosthetics go around the eyes that make it really like whoa and then like whenever you see like a tongue in there too it's like always weird yeah. and so like <laughs> i kind of like that and i'm kind of want them if they were to i get it like we're doing cg for the new one yeah i get it we're on board just keep it all cg yeah i'm fine with that don't try to move it to prosthetics but if you do like a tv show do prosthetics hmm. like do like kind of a different vibe you yeah. know and i i would be down for it i'd fuck with it. i'd watch it yeah yeah hmm. i think it'd be cool to see these stories sprawled out over yeah. the course of eight nine ten hours see what i'd like to see is like the minutiae that's in between that you're kind of missing yeah there's a lot of areas that don't get talked over you know what i'm saying well at, at the very uh, not to interrupt Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, but to reiterate a point we've already made, the thematic stuff is so rich that clearly they could keep revisiting it and yeah. milk different content out of it. So it should be enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For it a should. big forty-hour treatment. Oh, totally. Yeah, I'd like to see the in-betweens because, um, so we get, like we we get a solid like. Uh, I guess you don't I don't know because like from when the movie begins we get the beginning of the movie twice because we're getting the real actual time beginning in the third one and then we're getting the the future time beginning in the first and the second one but then there's a gap of 20 years until we get to the fourth one now and then there's another gap before we get to the next one and then there's a, an even bigger gap before we get to the animated series and an even larger gap <laughs> beyond that for us to get like a fucking huge gap to get to the live yeah. action series mm. and it's like what's the what is this shit that happens between yeah. now and then because so, those are like yeah. like with the live action series that's like another al alternate timeline yeah. that we just like where yeah. how did that even happen i mean who knows with the way that the way that they're doing star wars now like we might see it like i mean it's possible because like you're seeing like that rogue one bullshit uh, i mean i don't know it's it's not I, haven't, I haven't watched it uh <laughs> fuck star wars you're talking about this the star wars stories that aren't part of the uh the the six movie yeah like the, little minutiae kind yeah, of things. yeah yeah like i like that but like if you're so what would so what you were saying in the tv show you you were, you were saying you'd like the in-betweens but like uh, you were saying you would like each season to be a movie well no what i'm saying is that season one ends with taylor on the uh on the sands of uh uh, you know, looking at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season so two the, ends with the explosion. Season three ends with... Okay, uh, so, it, so it just follows the movies. It just drags them out, and it follows the order of which they're presented. It almost... But it doesn't have to start at the same time. You could start previously and build uh -huh. up to the ending. Like, you That's could... That's interesting, because I wouldn't necessarily have... What I thought you meant was that, like they would all blend together. I, I wasn't thinking that they would have definitive the same ends as the movies. I was thinking like, okay, cool. Well, we'll chop off some of the beginning of the second one so that oh. we can start that one at the end of the first one what? and then move the second one, like move, just move, move it so that like the second one ends with like 
uh, not the Earth exploding, but the spaceship leaving. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I would. Yeah. No, I like the idea of like there's these shows now like uh, where each season is seems is almost completely independent from the season before Anthology. it. Anthology. Y- mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, like uh, like uh, like um, I don't know uh, the, the True Detective, for example. Well, they have a whole new cast, a whole new story, but it's still yeah, under the an True Anthology. Anthology. Okay. Anthology. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and but in this case, it's not strictly anthology because they're like, uh, for example, like Cornelius and whatnot. There was be some characters that might transcend yeah. from one thing to the next. Yeah. Uh, but I like the idea of just being able to really milk all the stuff that you could do in that world. I want to see Caesar, you know, the full arc of Caesar, uh, this, the Caesar that we saw in this movie from I I'm performing in front of. Uh, I'm happy and performing in front of in the circus yeah. to uh, I am the leader of a, a bloodthirsty revolution. Yeah. Like that would be a crazy thing to watch over the spread. Of yeah. 10 hours. And I would like to see I'm Taylor pre launch of the spaceship to uh, right after, you know, like right after the end of the first film. Yeah. Cause I think that there's like a nice prologue there that doesn't really get used at all. Yeah. 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 I think there's a bunch of that shit. I mean, I want to see how the cats and dogs go extinct. I want to see that in between period between these two movies. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think if you were to, I think if you were to take the movie and put it in that media or take the story and put it in that media format, some of these time elements could breathe a little bit better because it's a little too quick that in 20 years, yeah. Um, the entire human race has not only gotten rid of all of our pets, but we just substitute them with uh, apes, and now the apes are already starting to re- revolt. And they're walking. And yeah, and they're walking. Yeah. yeah, and being able to wear clothes and everything else. Like it's. I mean, I did show you that video yesterday of that bear walking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and I think it's that, already happening. I is think, what I'm trying to say. And I think in our in our in our whatever what weird kind of era that we're in right now for moviegoers, I think the people who make who are doing the remakes understood that. Yeah, that the, the original movies had some timing issues, and so to accelerate that, they introduced the 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 the, the intel in, intelligence serum. Yeah, you know that found a fast track the uh, the Caesar in those versions. But you know, hey, it's sci-fi. Do what you need to do. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, well, but anyway, I just thinking about that. I like that that Netflix series. I'd be totally. I'd be. Oh, I'd, I'd be neck deep in that. Yeah, thing, yeah, totally. yeah, for sure. Well, I'm excited for eventually when we get to the new ones because I think that you're gonna. F- like them a lot more after having completed this. Yeah. Already, I'm wanting to watch Rise and, so I. Yeah. and uh, Dawn. Yeah, because yeah. I haven't like I also uh, I also like I haven't seen them. I haven't seen some of them. The last one I haven't seen since it came out in theaters. Yeah, I maybe watched it like we, once afterwards, but like, uh, but there's definitely like parts that I know I need to like figure out. Like, how does this work with the original timeline and stuff like that? I need to work it out in my brain. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Every cool. ratings. Yeah. If you want to do that sure yeah uh i'm i'm i'm, I'm gonna be the outlier here I, yeah. I i actually like the third movie better than this one okay so uh i give this a six okay you know what i like this uh i think the last one i gave 7.5 yeah i'll give this one an eight just because i like it a little bit more i feel like it's a little bit more serious mm-hmm. uh i don't know i feel i feel the weight of it a little bit more mm-hmm. and uh it's also cool that like it it i mean this one 
this one really spurred like a lot of the stuff that we're seeing a lot of the totally, modern content totally like like this this movie is really important to what we're seeing with reboots and stuff true, like that true. so i mean which is also fucking sweet that it's like a movie that's the fourth movie in a series is what's causing like all these reboots. Like I feel like they picked a good point to like jump off of. They're not like, Oh, we'll just remake the first one. And yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm gonna give this an eight. I like it. I'm going to give this one a nine. Dang. I love this one. It's so good. I just feel like there's so much there. It's just so good. This is my favorite. It is good. I would just recommend, I mean, the other ones are great, and I think that you should watch the entire series, but I just think, like, this one on its own stands alone, which is, you cannot say that about the second and the third one, Mm. but, like, this one you could watch on your own and just be like, whoa, this is, like, really fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you were like, if you were like a kid that like got into the new ones, uh, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like you could, I feel like this oh, you one should watch. This I feel one. like this one's almost more critical. If you're, if you're really into the new movies, yeah. I feel like this one's almost the most crit, like the most critical to watch. Mm-hmm. even more so than maybe the first one or the yeah. second one or the third one. Yeah. Totally. You should watch this one if you only can watch one and you're like way into the new stuff. Rise yeah. feels more like of a remake of Conquest yeah, yeah, than yeah. it does feel like, I mean, considering, again, I haven't seen the whole franchise, but yeah. Rise feels more like a, a remake of Conquest than it does. Um, I think the next the next remake is going to feel more like this. One. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Because there's definitely, I mean, just in seeing the trailer, there's definitely like a stark, like, human well that's what the second one was kind of like that too though the second one was also like because if i remember correctly rise ends with the beginning of them saying with the no sequence and then dawn is essentially them in hiding which i think is what the next movie is about i just i can't remember the next one (laughs) the the rise ends with them them after they complete the the san francisco gate sequence yeah yeah. the san francisco bridge sequence where they on the other side of that right go into the right but there's not like an actual revolution but you start getting some of the revolution stuff like you start having the fighting in the second and then the third one seems like it's going to be a lot of the fighting but i I think the third one's going to be a mix between this and the next one. You know what, though? You know what, guys? I'm so psyched that, you know, once this show drops, like, man, baby, right now, we're only like (laughs) five weeks out from the movie. (laughs) So we're gearing up for that opening day. Yep, yep. (laughs) We're going to go get our pint glasses and get all the merch. I'm going to buy all the toys, They haven't announced that they're going to have pint glasses or not yet. Well, they've announced it by now. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, yeah. The the time this airs, I probably already have bought my ticket. Yeah. And I've probably gone to Target and gotten some of the figurines. <laughs> Dude, the next one's going to be tight. So the the next one, of course, next week, we'll be watching Battle for the Planet Battle. of the Apes. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. yeah so. more human versus ape. All right. Final All right. chapter. Final cool. chapter. All right. All right. Hell well, yeah. I'm down. I don't need to say anything else. Yeah. All right. Well, bye then.
International. International. 